0: BLOB TALK RADIO Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom I am Mike Trojan And today I am going to talk I'm going to pose a question to you And I really want you to think about it What if you knew That you were God Yes God But somehow, you have brought yourself down to earth and encased yourself into an actual human body. Suppose someone came down and convinced you of this fact undeniably. Would you act any differently? Would you do the same things that you've been doing? would you knowing that this world is actually your creation your the virtual reality that you set up and now that you've inserted your and now that you know that it is your creation and that you've inserted yourself into it as a human forget about why you did this but for some reason this is the truth how how would you act differently What would you try to do to regain your godhood? What would you try to do to transcend this physical prison that you've encased yourself in? Because as you can see, you no longer have the powers of a god. So while you very well may be the creator of this universe, you are now just a member of it. You are just another human in it. But your spirit is God's spirit. Your spirit is God, because you are the God. Okay, I'm talking about knowing this, understanding this. And you really have to ask yourself, how would I act if I knew this? Wouldn't you just be working tirelessly to figure out how to regain your godly power? Wouldn't you be figuring out also... wouldn't any thought of doing something wrong or something petty or, or something, I don't know, beneath your godli- godliness, uh, wouldn't the thought of it just become repulsive at that point? I mean, this is your creation. Why would you do anything to abuse it? Why would you ever cheat anyone? Why would you ever lie to anyone? Why would you ever try to do anything small-minded and greedy? You are God. You are the God. You are the only God of this universe. Now, the reason I had you do this thought experiment is because <clears throat> this is the facts, is what you are, and I'm here to tell you that you created this podcast. You created this world. You created everything around you, and... You are God. Everyone worships you. This whole world is held together by your breathing pattern. And you'll notice that when your breathing pattern is bad, that chaotic things will happen. Shootings, random stuff, stuff you'll see on the the news, earthquakes. It's up to you that when you hear about these things to understand that you are the god going off the rails and not holding his universe together. It's a very interesting way to think about it because you can imagine essentially that being this god now that finds itself encased in flesh, you would you try to figure out a way to rise above it, to try to figure, a way, figure out a way to exercise your God spirit but within the confines of a physical body. And, you know, before when you were just the God and you were not encased in the physical body, obviously you had, you were omnipotent. You could do whatever you wanted. And the question is, Can you, and maybe you just did this to test yourself. Maybe you did this because you were bored as God. But can you come down into your creation and transform this physical person that you've become back into the God that you were? Of course, that is the mission of our lives here. Our mission is to get back to being the God's that we are, we <laughs> we are all gods encased within the flesh, but we all inhabit this. We all inhabit our own separate universe. So you are the god of your universe. You are the only god. And I, I suspect that's the kind of thing that Jesus was trying to tell people when he announced that he was the Son of God. What he was trying to say was, look. In my universe, I am God and I'm going to do things, I'm going to try to figure out how to exercise this power, this God power, given the fact that I'm, I've limited myself to a physical being. And how, does, how do we do that? And you know, there's a lot to, you know, since we now are in the physical world, there's a lot we can do that non-physical gods couldn't do. And being good, being spiritually good, being um, taking care of people, helping people out, not getting angry, not fighting, just not getting into conflict, that is what a God encased within flesh would do. Why would he want to have conflict with his own creation? Why would he want to cheat his own creation? Why would he want to hurt anyone among him, among these people in his own creation? That's the question. And you have to ask, like knowing that if you knew that you were not just a God, but the God that everybody was looking for, you're, here you are, hidden inside a person, if you knew you were that person, that the thing, the thing that everyone worshipped, the thing that everyone's looking for and praying to, is you. They just don't know it. You don't know it. Nobody knows it about themselves, and nobody knows it about other people. But I know it, because I've seen it. And I've seen people do amazing things because they've remembered this. You know, when you look at Martin Luther King, he basically understood this. <laughs> he understood what he, he that he had the spirit of God with inside him and that he could do some crazy ass shit with it with his with his with his uh speaking and and just just what he did his and he understood too that on 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 some parallel plane he would be murdered for that. But of course, as you've probably gathered from the earlier lectures of fallen wisdom, nobody dies completely. People move on to different planes of existence, different parallel realities where their death is just not recorded in history and they've lived on. But let's not get sidetracked by that idea. Let's just understand and try to do this thought experiment and live this way because once you the first step into realizing your true Godhood and to understand to getting your powers back to getting your God power back is to recognize that you are God okay because if you don't recognize that you're inevitably going to do stupid, small things that shrink you. You understand? God is a big, big entity. He's not this little sniveling coward trying to get eke out an existence among people and trying to do so maybe by cheating people a little bit, or by doing, you know, underhanded stuff, or being the more underhanded, and therefore, because all that does is shrink you into a smaller being. So how would your being grow? Your being would naturally grow by being the bigger person in every situation that you're in. The, 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 the adult in the room. The father of all fathers. So it's wisdom. It's silent. It's good-naturedness. It's basically being a good father to this creation of yours or being a good mother if you're a woman. But the point being that you are the god or the goddess of this universe that you're in. Me who's talking to you, this is your voice talking back at you. You are in your world, the world you created. And that and there's a part of you that's disgusted with your creation. There's part of you that thinks that your your creation is hopeless. But I think maybe the question, you know, when you ask the question, why would, a, why would God come down and encase himself into a human body, as he has done with you? Why has he done this? Why has she done this? And maybe it's to teach everyone in her world, the world that she created through example, that everyone can rise from this limited position as a flesh and being human being to a much bigger entity, to a much bigger spiritual being, and to somebody that can actually start to gain back the very traits and powers that we've always attributed to the gods. Maybe this limited power that we have is a direct function of our inability to realize what we actually are. We are gods encased within this flesh. Now, I've often mused that perhaps the story of the devil is just a kind of mutiny of sorts of gods in heaven who decided that they would participate in creating and then jump into a virtual, uh, virtual, <laughs> but not virtual, an actual physical, but virtual With re- from the point of view of the gods. This is a new realm created by, perhaps against the uh, wishes of the main God in heaven. I mean, if you want to think of it this way, this is just metaphorical thinking because make no mistake, the truth of the matter is you are the only God and there can only be one God and that's you. But let's move on. But this, the whole story of the mutiny of Satan, uh, he, I mean, as the story goes, he told God, listen, I would like to create this physical world And God said, you know, if you created a world where, you know, intelligent beings like us, we gods, descended into flesh and you allowed them to live, you know, as uh, a physical beings, there's going to be a lot of agony in that world. And maybe it's not a good idea to create that world. And what Lucifer, when he heard that, he became very defiant. And he said, I want to create that world. I mean, he considered it his part of his artistic integrity and thought it was being offended by God, by the Supreme Father in this allegory here, telling him that he can't create it. So he decided, you know what, I'm going to get some of my uh, fellow travelers here in the uh, kingdom of heaven here and we are going to create this world and we're going to descend into it and we're going to go play in it and I think it's going to be a great world. So that's what he did. Against the wishes of the Supreme God, he went down, he created a physical world and yes, it had many joys and many great things and many beauties but it also had a terrible dark side and that dark side That dark side gave it the name of hell. So yes, under that allegory, this land that we're living in is actually the hell created by Lucifer. Because it's a world that is imperfect. It's a world that God knew that if it was created, would be an agonizing world. It is also a world where God knew that if it was created, he could have no effect on it him being a non-physical being. Yes, he's omnipotent, but once you set into motion physical objects, physical beings, an object stays in motion without the hand of God. You know, it's just a matter of physical laws at that point, and he can't stop physical laws because he created them to be non-stoppable. I mean, that's just part of the the equation. But you have to understand that once a physical world gets built, the non-physical God, the only way that he can influence that world is to descend into it. And some say the ministry of Jesus is that attempt of ascending, of descending into the physical world. Or at least God sending his son. But make no mistake, That's where all the paradox of Jesus Christ comes from, is the fact that it is God who has descended into the physical world because maybe it got created against his wishes by a renegade son of his and he seeks to rescue it and he knew he could have no effect upon it or she knew she could have no effect upon it, unless she descended into it. Because just watching was too painful. Just looking down upon it and not being able to stop the pain from this disaster or that disaster, the fear, the, 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 the horrible dark side that any physical world is going to have to give rise to. He decided that he would go down into this world. And I'm t- when I say he, I'm talking about you listener, you decided that you would come down into this world and show everybody that what they forgot, that they're all gods encased among flesh, and the sooner they understand that and the sooner they expand their soul and expand their generosity and their good will towards man the sooner that they'll be able to ascend again into the power and to achieve the power of a god. You know, maybe they didn't listen to him. Or maybe they did. Or maybe... I mean, there's so many maybes here, I can't even really get into it. But (laughs) you have to understand what, what... what is important here. What is important here is you are the center of this universe that you created, you're not a side player. Okay? You're the God. You created this. So what are you going to do now to try to make it better? And what are you going to do now to try to increase your power, your, your, your spiritual power, so that you can exercise even more godly power than you already have? first understand that every behavior, everything that you do, must be what would be done by a god. By someone who really understands themselves to be the creator of this universe and to be the steward of this universe. And someone who wants to set an example for the rest of this universe. So you're trying to set an example for the other beings in your presence, trying to convince them to remember who they are, what they are, instead of trying to pursue these petty, time-sensitive goals that a lot of us have grown way too attached to. So that's your mission here. And, you know, would you act any differently if you knew these to be true? Maybe you don't believe me. But suppose someone could convince you Suppose someone could really convince you that you are God. What would you do? What would you do different than you're doing today? And I can guarantee you that if you're doing, if you do different things, if you do better things, if you be a better person, then you're starting to understand the road to becoming, to getting back your God power. So, I guess you must have told me to leave this, uh, podcast for you. Um, I remember meeting you in the future at some point and, uh, you told me to give you this. So I'm just doing it for that purpose. And, uh, you told me even to say this, I don't know why, but anyway, so thanks and, uh, see you in the future.